0: You are listening to a very moody sports show brought to you by Moody & Sons Electrical. Call for any electrical needs at 478 4328, area code 864. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Moody Sports Page, and follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Moody Sports Page
1: on YouTube. Thanks for the support.
0: Welcome into well. a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody, and this is Zach Whittington. And this is episode one oh six. No, it is one oh six. We weren't sure initially. We weren't sure initially, but it is one oh six. Last episode, episode one oh five. Disc Dan, more to come on that. Uh, Zach, how's it going?
1: It's going well. It, I mean, it's Monday. It's a uh, start of the week. Uh, had a big weekend. Uh, just busy, man. I feel like I feel like my time has been. Pulled away from me by family members. Just help me move furniture here. Help me move in here. Two separate people. Help me do this, that, that. So
0: you're definitely getting asked to move stuff. That's for sure.
1: Blessing and a curse. Very much so a curse in today's petrol situation. Oh, my goodness.
0: uh, $50. Three quarters of a tank. Ridiculous. Dude.
1: So I had a first. I had a first at the gas pump. I had a first at the gas. So I have a... I've put a I've maxed out almost every pump over the last like couple months. So some pumps are seventy five dollars, some pumps are a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars helps because uh, it almost fills up my truck. And then uh, had a first man. I got it down to where the gas light lit on my fault. It's gonna hurt the wallet every time you do that. But uh, hit a hundred. That bitch kept going, <laughs> kept going. <laughs> One hundred and sixteen dollars later.
0: A hundred and, oh my god.
1: Still not full, not full. That was a full tank. I I have like I have like a twenty eight thirty gallon tank, so it's pretty big. Yeah. But like, That's it was crazy. like twenty eight gallons, not slam full. My red truck, man that that gas line used to be passed. Back, yeah, back in a pre a previous administration, a dollar <laughs> eighty a gallon. That thing was full. Not not nowadays, man. I'm glad I got a motorcycle. <laughs> it's not functioning so oh much God. yet, but uh, but uh, it is uh. It's, it's wild out there at the gas pumps boys. It's More to come. I, I
0: I have questions about the the motorcycle I, have, I wanna ask. We'll about we'll that.
1: circle back. We'll circle, we'll circle back. back.
0: But I do want to address something. So la- we didn't record last week, the week before we put I put out the podcast episode. I did not get out the video on YouTube, unfortunately. Um YouTube, YouTube. YouTube, YouTube uh time got away from me during the week and then weekend hit Memorial weekend Memorial Day weekend first do want to say uh, Memorial Day, a day in which we want to not just honor the troops in general, but the ones who have given their lives uh, and absolutely cannot st- stop and thank enough for everybody who has sacrificed uh, for our right and freedom to live here in this country. Um, and we appreciate-
1: What a what a follow-up sentiment from Dan following our pre-pod conversation. <laughs> but uh, me and Dan were arguing about the flag pre-pod, but- <laughs> And on a serious note, shout yeah. out my brother in Texas right now on uh, National Guard will deployment, in and China. shout out Jake, shout out Jake. My brother's a good friend he met through the guard is going to Iraq on the fifteenth for I'm a year. Dude. So, uh, yep. And my brother's planning on going to Iraq in February. <laughs> uh, there's that's not official at all. There's some benefits mm-hmm. to doing it, man. You're young. Get it out of the way. You get a year, and then you get lifetime benefits. I mean, they do hook you up. There's some incentive in, incentives to join yes. the forces. So uh, just remember that. I mean, these are normal guys. These are my friends. This is mm-hmm. my brother. Uh, but especially Jake. I mean, yeah. hell, and my buddy Andrew. I just went to an engagement party uh, over the weekend for my brother's best friend Andrew, who straight out of high school, about uh, I guess it's about ten years ago. He was overseas as well. So uh, and He's happy-go-lucky guy, but he's always been different since he went there. So, uh, and it's it's wild. That shit's real. Um, it's it's yeah, very absolutely. real. Uh, normal situations for us, like movie theaters and fireworks, become a different thing once you've been in real, real shit hitting the fan scenarios. So, as much as we want to argue about petty stuff like national anthems and saying the pledge. Remember, there's people out there actually busting ass. Yeah, and we appreciate
0: uh, all people serving a salute. Um, Shout out. But uh, so Memorial Day weekend, had a big weekend, did a lot of stuff, disc golf, whatnot. What'd you do? I played some disc golf, played real golf uh, on Monday, uh, and ended up, I was supposed to be off Tuesday. I had the four-day weekend. It was going to be great. I was going to have a day of a little rest and recovery after a day of golf. Ended up having to work. Uh, so yeah, I was feeling
1: some bad news there.
0: <laughs> yeah, so unfortunately, but ended up working. So, But no biggie. It wasn't, been, it wasn't the worst thing ever. So, uh, you know, ended up time just getting away. Never got the video out, so I will be putting that video out along with this video and this pod. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, Zach, I want to talk to you, sir, about... The motorcycle. You have purchased one. I don't know if we talked last time about you having gotten your license. Oh there is a visual
1: on it. No wheels. It's not going very far right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I actually uh I dropped my front so saga over the weekend. Yes. I have a I have a little mechanical experience. Uh definitely blessed more with the brains than the mechanical aptitude. I mean I'm a little uh I've done it. Like, I, I made it a point in my uh, college career to work at a mechanic shop that my uh, brother's best friend's family owns for yeah. a, a summer. It did me a lot of good, man. Like, no learned longer clueless with most car things, but uh, that leads me into the tires. So, I got this, uh, I got like a 23-year-old bike, I guess. Yeah. 23-year-old bike. It's been, so here's the thing. Cool. It's not ridden that much. Bad, it's not ridden that much, you know? So there's some give and take there. Definitely needed new tires. They're like six years old. And uh, you know what's funny? Everybody's like, let's chrome that bike out. I need a big old motor. I need a new seat. I need ape hanger handlebars. So I'm losing the blood circulation in my wrist going down the road for five minutes. But no one's ever like, no one's ever like, I got badass tires. And what's the one thing that touches the road on a motorcycle? Badass tires. So also what keeps you on the road. Yeah. Or off. Or uh, either uh, on. Yeah. So uh get your tires replaced. I'm I'm making it a point. I got some new tires. But I gotta so I'm a little impatient. Sue me. Whatever. So I wanted to do the stuff myself and uh I got some equipment. I got myself a little air compressor. I'm building up my man repertoire here. Got a, bought my first air compressor. That's a big deal. Ooh, it was only like eight dogs. Nice. But it makes air. It makes air. It produces and, air. Uh, it takes every,
0: <laughs> all the air around us and like shoots it right out.
1: Shoots it at you. <laughs> shoots it at You're you. You're basically a superhero but, uh, now. I'm trying, anyways. <laughs> I just need a, I just need a extension cord for my air compressor. And, <laughs> and, uh, anyways, I started working on the tire. I took the front off, which that went very well, man. Like mm-hmm. I, First bike, I've, I, I'm not used to working on bikes. I took the axle out of the front of my motorcycle, pulled the wheel off. Uh, the axle's just sitting right there on my little uh, work table. The benefit is here I have a TV right beside the work table, so
0: I will say YouTube it once. It? I'll say it again.
1: You can do anything in this world with YouTube Premium. People anything teach in this world you. with YouTube Premium. People <laughs> teach you on YouTube what to do. Mm-hmm. And its I look back to my college years, and uh, I was struggling through organic chemistry and calculus because I'm okay at math, bro, but it's my worst subject. Like, if you're wanting me to follow this extreme rabbit hole of equations that fill up a whiteboard to get one answer to the seventh decimal place times the power of something, bro, you lost me. I don't Got give lost a shit. about <laughs> three steps back right i don't care i don't care about derivatives i don't care about tangents i don't care about any of that but anyways youtube con academy con academy man got me through organic awesome and when i say got me through barely and uh anyways transfer back to youtube you can learn anything man I've, I've found probably like five to ten motorcycle people that i subscribe to man like just the content's awesome and uh get yeah, different stuff so i took the took the wheel off by myself that's the easy part, man. I got that axle out, had it in my hand, no big deal. Wheel in my hand, five, ten minutes. And then I try to replace the tire myself, bro. And this is manual, this is no machine, and I am just Pouring sweat on top of this thing, it's not going well. Actually, it went pretty well until a certain point. I got like 90 percent done with the whole process, putting the tire on, putting the tube. There's like a little inner tube inside the tire. It's old school, and you have to like feed it in with your fingers around the rim with the tires on. Mm-hmm. Almost, I was just getting the very last part of the tire over the rim, and I popped a hole in the tube. So, oh god, so you a younger re- me, a younger me loses. Loses control, red line, steam out the ears. I look like a a train whistle, a cartoon train whistle. But uh, older me is just like, you know what? I'll get somebody else to take care of it. You know, I gave it my best shot. I don't know what I'm doing. And the older you get, remember this. You need the right tool to do the job. You can force anything. Like, uh, sure, I probably could have got that tire on there. Probably would have bent my rim and probably would have had to buy another tube or three. So... Just take it to a person that has the right tool for the job. You
0: do, right? You tried it one time. Give it your effort. But yeah, you're right. My dad stands by as he's an electrical guy doing electrical work. Like the tool makes the job. Like if you got the right tool, the job's going to be easy. That's totally true. And I'm all
1: for wasting energy, I am all for working hard. To get shit done now instead of wait until you have the right tool. Like I'll go outside and do yard work with a handsaw that people do with chainsaws. But yeah. you know what? Yeah, yeah. I, you sometimes, know what? I got it see, done. But see, so.
0: sometimes I will stand by. Sometimes doing doing some things the old way. A little whole handsaw on a couple branches mm-hmm. on a tree. I don't gotta crank up the the chainsaw to cut off three branches or something.
1: If exactly. you're sanding and you said it right.
0: Just sand it by hand. People are like, give me a little electrical sander. I'm like, no. Well, you can't control Take what you're doing as much. Take time and care. Sand it with hand. It's going to look good. I promise. It's worth it.
1: But and yes. you really hit the nail on the head. It's a lost art. is what manual tire changing, like I was doing, is a lost art. Because there's machines, you just drop the rim on, stick the tire iron, and it's like automated in a this circle, and you it. just stand there. Me, I was like... Trying to manually feed going that around thing in. in a circle, and it's I'm sorry that was not a good podcast uh, visual there, but uh, <laughs> just, just I'm very animated with my hands. But anyway, there was a little noise. In there whatever, too, though. <laughs> I, I threw my hands up today, and the worst part is, man, especially with motorcycles versus cars. Motorcycle shops are closed on the weekends, man. It's oh, not because really? they're out riding their bikes. Like that's true. That's the one thing that sucks about a nine to five. I told my I told my grandma this today. You literally have to take off work to get shit done during the week because while you're at work, it's wherever you need to get stuff done's business hours. And guess what? When you get off work, drive through rush hour and eat dinner, everything's close. And you better eat dinner by 7 o'clock because if you wait till 8, everything's close. I <laughs> so, I, uh, uh, I, I went. Go ahead.
0: I Sorry. I do, I, I do 8 to 6 on four days, so I'd have the full day off to get stuff done, but it's also like when it's that way. That full day off just becomes not a day off. It's just a day to do all your adult it's stuff. It's errand day. It's adulting, Aaron day. and People are like, what are you doing tomorrow? I'm adulting. It's what it is.
1: I'm adulting, and I do it most days. But all the time. Uh, I was going to go to the Harley dealership to get it done because these little tubes, who'd have thought for a Harley Davidson, are super hard to find. Who'd have thought? And the only place that has them is the Harley dealership. But then... I have this new thing. I call the Harley dealership the Harley Steelership, because that's what they are. They're trying to steal your money. Uh-huh. and uh, see what? <laughs> You're a clever man. Pick, that, pick pick that one up off YouTube. You can learn anything. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but anyways, I found this. I found this cool little uh, local shop. He's a little Harley guy. I, literally, I walked into this guy's place and I was like, "This is ex-, word for word what I said." I opened the door. I was like, "I love what you got going on here." I'm going to use you in the future, is what I said. Those are my first words to this guy as he walks out of his shop into like the lobby area where the desk was. Because mm-hmm. it was just cool bikes everywhere, old signs everywhere. Where was it A at? little clean. Uh, it's in Powdersville, so it's oh, okay. like 10 minutes away from where I'm at now. And uh, it's a lot closer to Harley dealership, too. True. And, uh, man, literally that guy has my retirement job. Like, if I could open up exactly what he had going and be more successful with tire changing, I'll do it. But, uh, but yeah, so got got the tire dropped off. You got to drop the first one off. I'll get it back, and then I'll take – I'll put that back on the bike, and then I'll take the back wheel off, and then I'll take it up there. I may be riding this weekend. It may take me until next week to get both tires done. So I may be riding next week. I really don't care. Don't rush it. As long as I get don't out there. It. I'm not rushing. There's no That's reason for me to rush No, it. no reason I'm, to rush I'm, it. Th- this whole process – this whole process exactly. This whole process happened quickly, and I'm trying to be as safe and responsible as possible. I don't want to die on a motorcycle, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to play it cool. And uh, I also, don't want to. I, exa- I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna try to play it cool, do, do it right, help get professional help where I need it because uh, right tool does the job. And that's my motorcycle update. Very nice. Well, Zach,
0: you talk about this week. You've been past few weeks been Long. learning things on youtube about the motorcycle i mm-hmm. have been watching a lot of youtube videos have my guys that are disc golf guys on youtube trying to figure out some stuff on my game because the putting is terrible the putting is miserable and we need to improve the how putting. many rounds
1: you played this week uh, are you this, like are you trying uh, to get out there daily I so what's the I, tourney
0: so okay hold on we will show it to the camera uh, where are we at? This little piece of paper is tiny, but this Very piece of print. paper has possible all the toss- tournaments. Yeah. Possible tournaments. So the first right. possible tournament I can play is going to be in Spartanburg and it's called the pipeline. Summer swing is pipeline. I've played the course before, but I haven't played it here recently. Um, and that's on July 10th and that's not a bad one to go play in. Cause like, I'm not great at that course. And so like my expectations would be pretty, Whatever at that point, and it would be a really good idea just to go out there and get a baseline, take take it out on a course I don't really enjoy playing, and get a baseline of where everybody else is. And that would be in my groupings, you know, because like I would be in the amateur group or like the uh novice group, whichever you want to call it. Um, so but yeah, that. The one I really think I may end up playing in is going to be... There's one in August. There's one at the end of July. But, yeah, the one on August 7th at Tiger River because I play that course a lot. I like that course. I think if I continue playing that course, I'll get better. Um, But I did pay for my PDGA membership, paid the $50, my box. Yearly? uh, Yeah, so it's a yearly membership. And uh, so I get a uh, mini marker that I'll have to use because, like, when you're putting... On putting greens, you can either flip your disc from the spot it landed, and you can use that as your marker, or you have to pick your disc up and you place your, or you p- place your mini marker at the t- front of your disc and pick your disc up, and that sort of gives you an extra little foot towards the basket, if you will. I see, um, I see what you're saying. So, so yeah, it's like a marker. Um, And so that's coming. They give me a disc. uh, I get my PGGA number, like, card and stuff and everything. Um, So, yeah, now I really just got to, like, enter a tournament. But since paying for the membership, I've played probably, like, five or six rounds. I do try to play most days. But really, sometimes we're playing, like, easy. Like, I play easy courses. There's, like, nine whole courses that I play, and they're pretty easy overall. I don't consider that. Like, it's really just, like, a... Sort of going out there, not really thinking Century Park has become slightly second nature um I definitely <laughs> uh I definitely think, as far as like Century Park, I've just played it so many times that it's definitely just like second nature easy peasy um, and I don't do great all the time, but overall, I'm pretty confident there I'd call it the home course so. But since those six rounds, i play played terrible, Zach. i paid $50, joined the PDGA, wanted to join a tournament, and I suck. Like, I literally suck. <laughs> I am so bad so, all <clears throat> of a sudden. I so, think I've really uh, so, uh, just got uh, it in my head. I think I'm really, really in my head right now about so it. So this
1: is that is a great segue. So I have a couple questions for you. First off, how soon is the one you're seriously considering? Uh, the one uh, I'm
0: really considering. There's one I would say seventh of August July, 7th, but yeah, there's one yeah. in into July I could potentially. So you're for. two months
1: out. Two, you're months eight out. weeks out. Yeah. Besides <laughs> some like recreational soccer teams, have you ever done no, competitive no, 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 sports? No, I've
0: literally never been
1: competitive. <laughs> the this pressure like the has never time. been on. There's zero okay, pressure. So. So Everything's do, for fun. You say, you say there's zero pressure, but this... No, no, everything nerves, has been for man. fun. No, everything oh, has been okay. for fun. But Up yeah, to I this point, there's been zero pressure. Yeah. I mean, there's still not that much pressure. You're still enjoying no. what you're doing. You're going no, to... It doesn't matter. The result doesn't matter. But there's already. a little pride. There's, pr- there's pride involved. There's... Yeah. You are in a competitive atmosphere, man. Whether you believe it or not, you'll see how much of a competitor you are once you get out there because well, you'll see like, other like, people. I do,
0: I do know some, like most disc golfers, like I've read a lot, like, you know, seen a lot of stuff. A lot of times, like, people are going to be pretty friendly overall on your card. Like, everybody oh, yeah. wants everybody to do well. It's not like
1: that style. You don't style. have to worry it's about ex- that style. It's not external. It's not yeah. external. It's, it's, it's in here, yeah, bro. Exactly. And, here, like, I and do. It's in here.
0: I think I've been doing a lot <laughs> of messing up in here. My putts, I've been trying to get a better putting routine down because, like, for the longest time, I just sort of, like, tossed a putt out there. I'm not really, like, confident with, like, what I was doing. It's just sort of the putt changed every time. So now I'm trying to get my routine down, feel pretty comfortable and confident in the routine. And, like, I've been getting bogeys, but it's like I get a bogey because I'll be putting for par, and the putt is a little short, but it feels like a good putt, and it, like, rings off the basket or something. So I'm like, you know, that's just a power issue. And, like, I feel like as I do my new putt more, as I do my putt consistently, the power will come. Like, I'll get more power behind it and stuff. Figure It's repetition.
1: You even – I was even thinking earlier, now that you're uh, PDGA, you could even – there's probably some exercises that you could do specifically to help your game like you've seen baseball players with those balls they'll twist and throw it off the wall catch it twist like it's that oh, rotational yeah. oh, aspect yeah, to I it so you, if you uh, you get like a medicine ball and just like twist throw it at the wall catch it that rotational stuff is huge in baseball it's obviously huge in golf it's huge in disc golf because you're you're whipping it's all, yeah, and it's yeah. its hips and its lower body so it I mean where it's more of a casual sport, you got to think. I mean, some of this stuff is going to help you perform, That's and especially true. the routine. If you have your putting routine, I have <laughs> finally got my free throw routine in basketball, and I do it to this day. Exactly. Free dribble, spin the ball, look up, and it's going in, dude. That's what happens. So, exactly. And uh, it's just one of those things. I'm really excited for you, man. It's a it's a big deal to do competitive, and it's secondarily a bigger deal on an individual sport. Team sports, there's pros there's and cons. Lo- yeah, You've got you have you got the- guys that can bail you out. But at the same time, in football, you could be the reason everything goes wrong. You got Especially the guys the that'll hold you lineman. accountable,
0: too, though. Like, and you hope so. <laughs> they, they, yeah, you hope so. So, But, like, I know what you mean. Like, with the team sport, it's like they, there's definitely – well, it's not even just saying, being like, there's not all the pressures on you individually. But it's like you're standing out there and – no matter what, you look over, you got somebody next to you that's trying to do the same shit you're doing, you know. Y'all are all doing the same goal. Where like I'm gonna look over and be like, Yeah, me and that guy are trying to do the same thing, but he wants to do it better than me. And that's a good point. I and see these are things I haven't thought about. Honestly I literally paid for the I membership enjoy with it. the thought I of enjoy just going it. about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Just, I mean, just fake it until you make it, really. But uh, in terms of individual sports, it, the pressure is good and bad. It can bring it can bring good stuff out of you, but if the going gets rough, it can really spiral downhill, especially golf, man. You hit a couple bad shots, and you're just a well, basket case. It's just – I mean, will it hurts. Say, and it, and, go ahead. I, just, I totally interrupted. But, yeah, I will say,
0: like, as the being the basket case thing, like, I definitely do feel like that's something I'm pretty good at, like – I don't think I'm great at disc golf. Like, I think I'm pretty good and I have good times. But, like, overall, I don't think I'm the greatest disc golfer ever. So, like, I totally am legitimately thinking, like, like, when I was this past weekend, I played with Paul, or not Paul, played with Ryan and Lane, and uh, I finished plus 15 on Tiger River. And, like, that's literally the course I was thinking about entering a tournament for. And so, like, that's very, it was pretty discouraging, for the whole time, like, I'm very, very good about being like, dude, I'm not, like, it's not, I'm very, I'll keep it internalized. I'm very good about keeping it internalized. Next. Not thinking out ne-
1: loud about it. Next shot mentality. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it applies, just like, it applies to everything. Your mistakes, you can't, you can't rectify them. You just have to not make them in the future. Well, and like, and, so,
0: and that's another thing, too, is I've been, I will say, too, uh, with my rounds being worse here lately, uh... So when we're playing casual rounds back in the day, I we would not score out of bounds throws, like you could just play it from there, whatever. No, no, no penalty because in disc golf, out of bounds is a stroke. So you're playing on par threes. You're playing for par, um, like a water hazard in regular golf, I guess you could say. But yeah, like uh, so. But now when I'm playing with the guys, I score their cards as a casual card because like I keep it on the UDIS app and I score everybody's, and so I score everybody else as a casual. But like I'm penalizing myself for uh, out of bounds. I and then like in casual we typically give a mulligan for one for the front one one for the front nine one for the back nine. I've have stopped playing Mulligans. I just stopped because I'm like I can't well, do it. I can't do it in you tournament. To. I gotta I gotta break those habits
1: of doing it, wanting to do. You it. really you have to do all these things. It's just like learning. It's like it's just like learning golf. So um, I've played disc golf. I'm not. I have. I've never tried to get better at disc golf. Like yeah, I have with regular golf. But regular golf, you see this with everybody. You go to the golf course, you see this with everybody. They lie about their scores. They don't count their out of bounds. They'll hit one into the woods off the tee box, then they hit another one, and they don't count it. You're cheating yourself. That is so. Just like using the right tool, another slogan that you can remember for golf and disc golf forever. You're only cheating yourself when you lie about your score and you don't put down what you actually did. And I enjoy how we've started playing regular golf with uh, the group here because we kind of we're kind of policing ourselves and trying to respect the game and do the etiquette and count your shots and stuff and really it is it is more fun to look at your card and know we actually did that we scored and we that didn't lie whatever. on every hole well and yeah, i, and you I know, will say even golf, if it's bad who cares us, us playing <laughs>
0: real golf like it helps for me at least that we're playing scramble because jesus daniel would not be booming well by himself but <laughs> yeah and like and like i don't mind like in like I don't, like, I don't, if if I wasn't playing in tournaments at this point, if I didn't want to play in a tournament, I wouldn't be worried about playing out-of-bounds and stuff. I still just play casual, whatever. Yeah, I'm out but here you took fun. that step. But, like, I took a step, and so I do think I need to, like, if, I don't even think it's, like, I just gotta stop relying on that crutch. Because, like, when you're playing, I walk up, I throw a bad shot, Well, like, oh, I'll just throw another mulligan off the tee. Like, I can't have that crutch when I'm on the course playing a tournament, so I just got to get rid of the crutch in general. You know what I
1: mean? I, um, I see bar- I see parallels to <clears> – <throat> I mean, I'm not playing competitive golf, but I, there's parallels to my jiu-jitsu career. So I am, I am a lazy jiu-jitsu artist. I go when I want to. It's pretty hard. I'm good at times. I don't really take it that seriously, and there's a reason I'm not in competitions. Because if I took my work ethic that I put in jiu-jitsu now to a jiu-jitsu competition – I'm going to get whooped up on, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get whooped up on because I don't know how to block certain things. I don't know how to do certain things. I don't know the rules, and I don't take it that seriously. You apply that to the golf course, disc or white ball. Anything. Same exact thing. Same, anything. Anything. Literally, you got to take it yeah. seriously. Anything you got to do it right. Put your, put your you effort, gotta you got to take it seriously You actually want to be doing it. That's Especially true. Especially if you're considering the competitive aspect, which I will end the segment with commending you once again. especially as we get older people get lazy they don't push themselves they don't try anything that's hard or get out of their comfort zone it's a huge deal to just even pay your 50 bucks and say that you're gonna try to do this and get better at it and challenge yourself against others so round of applause for athlete of the show daniel he has hit an ace before i've never done that (laughs) hit my I i will say
0: since last time we recorded hit my second ace so
1: That also happened,
0: too, but followed it up with a bogey. But then I went 15 over. Uh, Yeah, exactly. So it is what it is. Um, Zach, we are 28, 29 minutes into this this pod now. We haven't talked sports at all. Let's talk a little sports. Upstate update. Upstate update. We got to get it. Triumph, man. Top of the table. I'm looking at the table right now. It's right here on my screen. It's gorgeous. I see a little draw. I see a little win. A loss. And then a win-a-win. A win. The Triumph currently 4-1-1 one and one in the last six. Top of the table with nine points. Tied with Charlotte Independence, who they beat 2-0 this past Saturday. Scrappy game, by the way. Charlotte Independence had like seven or eight yellow cards. Swear to God they were trying to fight people. All the- It was it was ridiculous. It was wild. It was wild. It was seven wild. or eight. Seven or eight, Seven I or eight. swear. <laughs> I swear, man. Somehow, I was like, the "How's c- nobody got the red card yet?" Somebody had to. Have I was gonna say,
1: card. "There's a couple reds in there, right?"
0: <laughs> nope, not at all. So, uh, but yeah, overall, the tri- the dude, the league's been really competitive. It's been really fun. Um, no, yeah, the triumph at fourteen points, tied with Charlotte fourteen. Uh, North Carolina FC and Shat. Dude, Central Valley, Fuego still up there at the top. 13 points tied with North Carolina. You got Richmond and South Georgia. uh, A little Tormenta rounding out your top six. So that's the playoff currently, but obviously lots of games left to go. The Triumph have a two-stretch on the road here, which getting the dub against uh, Charlotte was really big and really does put less pressure on these road games. Now you really – aren't too worried about, like, getting a big result out of one of them, playing Madison. Then you go to Union. um, You expect something out of Madison. Probably expect a draw. Maybe a loss out of the Union. But we'll see what happens. Same time, go beat the Union boys. I don't like them. We don't like them. I don't need no owls. Screw the Parliament. Let's go triumph. Uh, Also, I'm not too stressed about Madison. Madison, they're ninth in the league, but they're not exactly great and i think the triumph currently have like played the past 10 games not lost a game it's only been wins and draws for the triumph against madison ridiculous that sounds good that's ridiculous that's like three seasons at least that's crazy so uh usl league one has been good been very there's a lot of parody man The, the league is very even it's been a lot of fun um Definitely to suggest watching the other games if you do try like have time like you can catch them. They'll do Friday night games. They'll do uh, like a Sunday night game sometimes. So, but yeah, it's always fun to come back and from the Triumph game and catch a little USL League One late night good stuff.
1: A little late night. <clears throat> I'm trying to think. uh that all you got on Triumph, right there. That's pretty much got. It. I mean, I know uh, the Bravo the Bravos, five the Bravos uh, five just straight. Dude, for a Bravo's
0: starting to get online, I had it when I noted down here, right here. It says, Time to get on, on the Bra- Bravo's train. Not that i have not on the Bravo's train, but NBA finishing up. We got the NHL huh. finishing up. 162, you beat. can miss we got a few. 162, really can miss the beginning. We're about to check in hard on the Braves, check in hard on the baseball. It's going to be fun. Um,. You know, Braves. <laughs> Time to get in, in the on the East. Braves. <laughs> Time to get in on the Braves. Like, <laughs> it phrased as if we were never in on the Braves. And, hey, here's a secret. Last year's World Series champion. You got to check them out. Like, it's not yeah. known. But, anyways. Um, yeah, second in the uh, East, uh, right behind the Mets, who would have thunk mm-hmm. it. Um, and then. <laughs> The Mets, man. Where did the Mets come from? Then uh, you know, Dodgers looking new good. York. San Diego looking good. San Francisco, twenty nine ones. Keep it local. Good.
1: Keep it upstate. Keep it upstate. there Speaking yeah, of baseball, baseball, Clemson, Monty Ooh. Lee, hit the road. Fired old baseball head coach. He came from college Charleston. Really, I didn't think we were that bad. But the new athletic director in Clemson thinks we're not that good. So. All that money, all that nil. We need some Omaha. Did y'all make? Know, did y'all make the World Series? I'm assuming not after a firing. Um. No, and we have some players transferring to Carolina too. Ooh. So, uh, oh, that's your See, double that's whammy. Really,
0: a double whammy for Coach. That's probably the double
1: whammy, especially for baseball. But who cares? Last nail in d- the coffin is <laughs> who cares? Two national championships in football. Who cares? I'm just saying. Uh, last When's the last nail time the Carolina beat us? I mean. Sending the players to the Carolina, unfortunately. Here's the thing with Clemson baseball, you literally have to be like winning the ACC championship and in the tournament for like a majority of people to care. I know there's some diehard baseball fans out there. Get over yourself. Softball's but, uh, <laughs> been
0: good in the World Series. Softball's great. Softball's yeah, great. Softball's I dominant. Heard
1: softball's great. Um, I'm trying to think here. I mean, there's some riff in Clemson. There was a cool video of Dabo hitting a fadeaway on one of his recruits. Did you see it? No, it did not and dabo uh, so not dabo in invi- on the dabo <laughs> it was a uh, it was posted to espn's like instagram accounts because he dude it was pretty cool so dabo invites all the recruits cuz that's what he's always doing is passing out hamburger bags full of money <laughs> and getting people to come to clemson and don't play. uh they're put <laughs> they're playing do. in a <laughs> it's what jimbo and sitting uh, nick Saban does. I don't know well, how, not, not how jimbo, do you compete not jimbo But anyways, Not uh, us dogs, I'll tell you that. (laughs) You don't get preseason number one every year without paying your players. Come on now. But uh, (laughs) Daniel laughs off screen after saying (laughs) we don't pay players in Georgia. But anyway, (laughs) I'm going to get to the point. Dabo's inside a little basketball gym, and uh, he starts at the top of the key, and he's got this one player on him. It looks like a defensive back or something. He's like a skinnier guy. But uh, Dabo dribbles, turns his back, Starts backing this guy down, goes uh, – he basically tries to go baseline. He's a uh, – if the basket's here, Dabo's off to the left. Got the guy. Turns around, hits a fadeaway jumper, doesn't hit anything. in his But the center of the net. And it was a high arc splash. Everyone goes wild. Dabo breaks out the the shoot the arrow celebration. Then he does a. Celebrated on the recruit. He does some famous dance that I don't know. I I heard it earlier. Which dance exactly it was, but you know how Dabo looks dancing. It's awful and uh, (laughs) it it's good awful. But anyways, (laughs) cash money Dabo in the mouth of a recruit. You know that gets you some brownie points. You you got a wet jumper. Uh, I'm gonna stand by. I'm not hot take, but just a little take. Standing by. That
0: is Dabo's spot on the court. You know, everybody has a little spot on the court. They love, they know they can hit it. Not me, because I can't hit a shot worth for, to save my life. But Dabo, left, baseline, mid-range, pull-up-in-your-mouth fader. I'm calling it. That's Dabo's shot. It's butter every time. He would have hit it on Shaq.
1: Game-winning sc- scenarios, I'll hit you in the mouth with a fairway jumper, too. See, that's what I'm saying. Only game-winning.
0: A Zach, a mm. f- Zach with a little runner on the f- right, left side of the basket, that thing is banking in 99% of the time
1: money. Head of steam? Even Head of steam? Even on Sundays. I- he- head of steam, I look like LeBron headed to the basket. I mean, so. I'm terrified. But I <laughs> weigh the same. I actually weigh more than LeBron. I'm only just, seven inches shorter. I, just, I brace for a charge. <laughs> brace for the charge. But there's not a it's ref okay. out there. It's street ball. <laughs> I don't want none of this. I don't want none of Dan under the basket. But uh, upstate update, final thing I got um, to bring it home is the Hornets. We oh, have announced yeah. this week. Well, not we, but I'll, I'll go ahead and say we. I hate to do that. <laughs> Front well, office, of Zach. It, but I <laughs> <laughs> that would be a cool persona, front office Zach, but, uh, <laughs> might need a segment called front office Zach, but, uh, anyways, narrowed the coaching search down. It was announced probably like three or four days ago that Kenny Atkinson, uh, Golden State Warriors assistant, former Brooklyn Nets pre, um, we don't need a coach, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Steve Nash, uh, when they were actually good. You remember that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> with a bunch of nobodies and d was going crazy. He was loading all the time up there, but, uh. Anyways, Kenny Atkinson got fired because they wanted a yes man who doesn't know how to coach. But anyways, he went to the Warriors. You see how, how they're doing. They look And good. Uh, he was announced as our front runner. He was the guy. And final interview with Michael Jordan, the governor, uh, is this Tuesday, since governor sounds better than owner of a team, uh, especially when he's a, the, the minority owner. Wouldn't you want to say that he's the minority? Wouldn't you want to call MJ the minority an owner, not a governor? Like he's not white. Let's call him a governor. Call all the other ones. No, let's call him an owner. Call all the other guys governors. Uh, whatever. But anyways, <laughs> he's meeting with Kenny Atkinson. Hey man, I, we gotta be I politically correct all the time, right? We're but, all uh, <laughs> we always
0: gotta be covering. We bases. institute
1: we institute this rule because all the owners are white except the one white owner. We still gotta call him a governor. Okay, whatever. But uh, Kenny Atkinson basically has the job Tuesday. But but now. announcement today. Guess who's got to sit down with MJ Wednesday? little Mark D'Antoni. Oh, a, a, a little old D'Antoni action for your ass. And uh, here's the thing about D'Antoni. Guards play great under him. Look at all the guards, James Harden, Steve Nash, uh, a couple others. Don't Look at me. all the guards uh, he could get. He, coach, at the Hornets? He, he coached the Lakers. He coached the Lakers for a year or two with Dwight Howard, I'm pretty sure. I think he did. But yeah. uh, I'm, I want the D'Antoni factor. We had a great offense last year. We had no defense. D'Antoni plays a little bit more defense than James Borrego, J.B., Look, retrospectively, you played no defense. I mean, I knew it because I watched every single person who was over six ten have their career game against us. But uh, I'm excited, man. Kenny Atkinson or Dan Tony, I'm cool with. Those really uh, are two
0: really good po- choices.
1: You say that, I do have a little bit of that uh, morality clause in me. I hate to bring it back to the race. Zach, the non-racist guy, always bringing up race. But here's the thing. <laughs> I hate the fact that it's a little bit of this recycled white head coach thing going I feel on feel It's not even like, the white;
0: it's just a recycle of D- Dan Tony. I'm like Dan Tony well, all the time. You can't ignore
1: the fact that he's white. Yeah, that's true. Because there's not, there's not, there's not black head coaches getting recycled everywhere. No. Devin Ham gets his. Literally, first opportunity, and it was like, hell yeah, we actually hired a black guy. No, it's like, I mean, I get, I I don't want to purposely hire a minority, but you kind of have to. It's a sticky situation. I think we've talked about this stuff before. I don't want to be in the position of hiring people, especially in diversity is a thing. And I think it's kind of weird to have diversity rules, because shouldn't it be organic? But then it's not going to happen if it's organic. Ah. It's a. It's rabbit very hole, tough. It's very tough. Yeah, it's a, it's a rabbit hole. We just had a minority Coach. But I so do feel, I, mean, I <laughs> do
0: feel you with the D'Antoni. The recycling, it's like you like. It's like being like, okay,
1: D'Antoni has worked nowhere. I've it seen scores so buckets. Yeah, i seen you're like, in the playoffs, but that's what we're trying to do. We're not trying four to win a championship. Times. We've seen it four or five times. We're not trying to win a championship. Just get us to the six seed. Get us to the five seed, and let us have it. win one playoff series for the love of God. Well, a D'Antoni too.
0: I, I think a good thing point with Dan Tony as far as like his previous places, he likes to build teams that shoot threes. Y'all have good sh- 3 point shooters, but you also have bigger guys. Like when he was playing, when he was coaching in the in the with the Rockets, he ha- he built on Harden, PJ Tucker, Chris Paul, uh, Russell Westbrook. You're building on a bunch of dudes that don't have size. Like he's going to go to the Hornets. Not only you got three point shooters, you got dudes that also can take the ball of the rack. Well, Lamelo's six, to, eight. So six LaMelo, foot eight. So Lamelo's six foot and his finishing at the basket's is, not Bridges very good. Is massive dude, Bridges is a big dude. How big? He's is Bridges? six foot seven. Six, but, seven? He, he's, but he's he's like basically le, he's, he's, he's built
1: for it. He's a LeBron build, dude. He's kind of so, built just like LeBron. Exactly. But LeBron's He's really bigger, built. He's really
0: built to take it to the rack. I think he's good to taking the rack. Ra- and like you said, it's, it comes down to Hornets. Get a six, get a seven-footer that can stop and protect that rim. That's it? Oh, Rudy! So, Rudy go there. That seems Rudy go. Quinn Snyder stepped down. I was about to say, good I transition. Think it, I think it's out it's of the blow-up upside, mode. Upside, into the national news. Starting Snyder in Utah. Starting in Utah. <laughs> Snyder's out. Donovan Mitchell's going on Twitter, Instagram, saying he's stunned by the firing. He's sad about the firing. He did say that? He, yeah, he, said he those? came out that. But at the same time, nobody's stunned by the firing. It hasn't worked out for I like am. seven or eight years. Although it's not a firing, Zach. It was a resigning. He stepped down. He had an offer. He had a big offer to come back for a long time,
1: and he stepped down. But That's not how it works, Dan. Quinn That's Schneider had <laughs> Quinn Schneider had his dollar amount that says I need this to stay here. It's right here,
0: and, and they this went lower. Vi-
1: visual aid's not helping. They came in right here, right here. He would have said yes. They came in right here, whereas the no, I can't do it. He and they then slipped they like forced him million. to resign. They forced him to resign because he wouldn't get paid enough. When really, it's a it's a roundabout firing. I feel is like, what I, it is because it, it's they they want to save Donovan. Here's the thing, Donovan's going to leave town. He wants to. I think I think he's up for and here's the thing, does Donovan want to stay there? He went to Louisville, East Coast, go to Miami, just be the peace in Miami. I don't know. I mean, maybe Donovan wants to stay. It just hasn't worked out. I think he wants to get away from Rudy. Maybe we bring Rudy to us and solve Donovan's problems out west. But uh but here's the I thing, I don't, like he I don't think Donovan has that I don't think he there. has that big of a shelf life. I think Donovan Mitchell's only got like three more years of being one of these top tier dominant players. He's shorter than me. And we think by. of him we think about him as like a six four guard who's throwing it down like crazy. Dude is six foot even and he's a dunker. He's not really a shooter. So here's the thing with the spider. Are you really gonna hedge your bets? And give him this super max, $200 million contract to build your team around. When you saw the best that Utah did, did they even make it to the Western Conference Finals ever? I think did, one uh, they, time. They may, so let, let's just go ahead and say they topped out at Western Conference Final and got eliminated easily. Yeah. that's And that's prime Rudy, who Rudy's on the other side of the hill. He's 31 or 2 now and and you got a short athletic guard and he's not a, he's not a he's not a Chris Paul type guard who makes your mid-range baskets and can shoot and dribble and make you look stupid passing. He's really a two guard who is the size of a one and you want to give him the super max and build your team around it when we've seen it with the best defensive player in the league supposedly. Hey. Oh. And I'm curious, too, like,
0: you, you pointed out as far as giving him them Supermax, but it's also, like, if you're Utah. Well, it's
1: not going to be the Supermax if he leaves town. It's just going to well, be the Max. Well, uh, the Supermax like, is the well, stay in town. If
0: you're Utah, uh, are you really wanting to keep him there? Because, like, not only if he takes the Supermax, because if he stays there, he's going to get the Supermax, but, like, you're going to have to find another star. Because, like, Rudy's going to leave, and, like, Donovan – Donovan's just not a guy – like, he's got to go join somebody. He's a piece you add to somebody. Like, Donovan going to the Lakers to add to the LeBron, to add to the Anthony Davis, it's another guy. Like, that's something you would maybe look into.
1: I saw – screw Donovan, screw the Jazz discussion over. I saw the best – Hypothetical trade is not going to happen unless Brooklyn is just insane and Kevin Durant facilitates this. What's he got, Anthony Davis. Insert other stuff I can't remember.
0: Pieces. Essentially,
1: it was essentially it was Kevin Durant for Anthony Davis with pieces. And now you have LeBron and KD together on the Lakers, which I eh, hate to tell you is not really that dependable. Uh, um, uh, Why would you trade a one injury guy for another injury guy? I get yeah, Kevin it. Durant. Kevin Durant is leaps and bounds better than Anthony Davis, who somehow got NBA top seventy-five <laughs> over Dwight Howard. Makes no sense. But uh, I mean, man, I, I, I personally give me Kevin Durant over Anthony Davis. But, but do I feel that much better about my championship run. Yes, I do, actually. I feel – if I got LeBron and KD, but that, 38-year-old LeBron, let's do it, dude. Let's do it. He's, be- he's better uh, than AD, but
0: is he's going to show up just as much as AD did.
1: He's going to show up more, dude. Anthony Davis has literally not been seen in a Laker uniform since the bubble. Kevin Durant at least – Missed a shot by a toenail, even though I hate that argument. Go back and listen to it. I hate that argument. A stupid missed a argument. shot by a toenail. It's so stupid. you got to know where you are on the court, Katie. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah anyway. get over <laughs> yourself, Katie. Oh, you didn't a... wear two size shoes, dude. You didn't know where you were on the court. Yeah, you're <laughs> – uh, I wore two big I... <laughs> shoes. <laughs> that was the anyways. dumbest thing I've ever but heard anyways. in my life. Um, oh, my God. But yes, I'm taking I, Kevin Durant over anything else.
0: It's hilarious. We, t- we went into the national news. We talked in the NBA – There's the finals happening. We're two games in the finals. Haven't even talked one game. We're talking (laughs) trades. I love the trade talk. Where are my Hawks? Where are we adding pieces? Get rid of some of these people. I need new pieces.
1: Y'all need to trade for Al Al Horford and build around him once again.
0: (laughs) I need six Al Horfords because I need a six man to come off the bench. Um. So...
1: So I think I was completely wrong. Going back to this Donovan Mitchell Donovan. talk, where I ended the discussion, pretty sure he just signed a contract and he's a free agent. Not until twenty twenty six, so he's already signed. I don't want to. I don't know if it's a super max. No, it was guaranteed at signings one hundred sixty three million. If I am cur- so, I think they did max him off the rookie deal. I am pretty sure
0: he can extend it MB-
1: to a supermax, right? No, this is what I think happens. So, you get your rookie deal, you're drafted on. It's like a 4-year deal depending on how good you are. And then they can pick up your 5th year option usually. And if they do, that's a good thing/bad slash thing for the player. If they don't, you get your first big contract incentive to stay in town, which he signed, the 106 160- No, that's guaranteed. He had 163 million dollars guaranteed at signing. He signed on the line and got handed a check. That's wild. But anyways uh that's the it was all guaranteed. It was all guaranteed. But anyways, he uh he gets the the full amount. I'm pretty sure if you stay with the team that drafted you after your second deal and you've hit a certain number of All-Star games and or all NBA, you qualify for the Supermax, which is like what Steph Curry and LeBron get. That shit bumps you up to like $250 million the over contracts. four or five years. The contracts
0: are so, crazy.
1: Chris Paul made like $57 million last year. I just hope y'all know. Um,
0: well, and with Don, it's just, ha- it, with Donovan Mitchell, it's just the the fact is he is not the number one piece on a team that's going to win a championship. And if you're Utah and you want to win a championship... You're going to have to go get somebody who's better than him. And I think you suggesting him go to Miami is a really good suggestion. Well, he's going to force his way out. Miami's definitely going to have to find somebody. Miami struggled uh, in Game 7 against Boston. Um, It's like, you know, the culture thing I think came back to bite them in the butt a little bit where, like, it got down to Game 7 against Boston. And they looked around. They're like, well, some people are injured which everybody's injured. Don't make that an excuse. It's not an excuse. But, like, if some people are injured, and, like, Duncan's got to go play now. And they didn't want to play Duncan exactly. Man, so, if
1: I could be Duncan Robinson, man, that'd 19 be million
0: and ride the bottom of the bench, I'd do it all day. That sounds cool. Um, Coach man, doesn't even yeah. think
1: about you. So like, In the game.
0: So, like, you're probably going to move Duncan out if somebody takes that contract at 19000000 million. You're probably going to try to move on from, like, I think you move on from Bam. I feel like Bam's gone.
1: I say you trade Bam to the Lakers for all the GM and bring him back. And uh, Spolster and LeBron sit down, and they're like, hey – LeBron, you can't get rid of me. I'm Eric Spolstra. And he's going to be like, oh, yes, I can, Eric Spolstra. But he's not going to.
0: Well, there's rumblings that the potential moves could be like a Joel Embiid out of Philadelphia coming to Miami, moving Bam out of Miami for Joel. Because Jimmy – so when you were in Philadelphia with Jimmy, Bam – or Jimmy uh, and Embiid and then uh, Tobias and Ben Simmons – Embiid and Butler were not the problem. That was Embiid and Butler doing,
1: are basically they, sexting yeah. on Twitter. They I mean, were are the basically yeah, exactly
0: so like <laughs> Embiid, They're literally like Embiid I love you, you love me, there. let's play together. Uh, I don't know exactly what Embiid's contract situation is, but at this point, Zach, we keep saying what the contract situation is. It's the NBA. It doesn't matter. All they say is move me, and then they get moved because
1: like well that's the Donovan thing. Donovan's got four. Donovan Mitchell's got four years left, but all he's got to do is show up the practice with an AirPod in, chewing bubble gum, and not listen to anything, and they'll get rid of him. Yeah, you know, once because the thing that's what you do in basketball—you get out there and you just play bad, and they can't keep you on the floor because you're ruining practice. You know, you're you're you're, you're yeah. affecting the bottom line in general. I mean, dude, if we pass you the ball out there and you just stand there with your hand on your hip and then throw it out of bounds, like, we can't have that. And he, it's the thing. You're a grown – your coach, what's he going to do? He's going to yell at you. He can't go over there and kick your ass, you you're know? <laughs> like man. And so, he's, yeah, exactly. I get and you. you are in and, a professional and you're setting. Pay, and you're paid so. $200 million more than your coach is. I mean, like, what are you supposed to do? Exactly. I don't see Philly – I don't see Philly trading Embiid just because he's that freaking good. Like you're gonna Miami would literally have to mortgage their future to get a hurt Embiid on the hopes that he'd put them over the edge. Which let's be honest, he would put them over the edge. They'd win a title with Embiid and most of their current makeup. But uh, I just want LeBron to come back to South Beach. Screw the Lakers. Come on back, <laughs> billionaire LeBron. Come on back. All right, uh, but he's so. Let's talk the finals.
0: Let's talk the finals. Game one was
1: Thursday night or Friday Friday night, Thursday night. It's been two days ago. Last game, it was three days Sunday ago. Sunday night. Now, so.
0: Sunday night was game two. Friday night. Friday game night. Was game one. Thursday night. Thursday night. Thursday, I was watching it. It was Thursday night. Game yep. one. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so yeah, Thursday night game one. Uh, was first wow. Game first and second half. For, not really. The Warriors definitely. It not was making. a. It
1: was a blowout. It was. They were up twelve to twenty points almost the whole game, dude. And then. And then. The, holy crap, Boston! Wow. It was a three pointer. They what they had the best like fourth quarter ever or something like that? I don't They were they
0: scored seventeen to zero run to close out the game in the fourth quarter to win the game. Um I think Did you did you watch the game? I watched the end of the game. I didn't watch the beginning of the game. So so that's wild because they are massive one of the massive third quarters, thirty five points or something like that in the third quarter for the Warriors. The first three
1: quarters. It felt like I got in a time machine and I went back to the original Warriors run. You're literally just like the crowd never stops cheering because it's steel three pointers, steel three pointers, steel yeah. layup, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Steph. And I was like, I was literally standing up because if if it's amazing, I stand up in front of the TV and I just sit there. It and felt, all. it felt, it it felt like the Warriors, like. Of the Boston heyday, Boston had no business being. Boston had no business being there, and boy, was I wrong. I mean, Al Horford 20, 22 in the fourth quarter.
0: So first first time we get to see Al Horford in the NBA playoffs. That's insane to me. Although, I mean, it's Al Horford, but at the same time, like he's been on a lot of teams that were pretty good. He's overall.
1: been to the playoffs every single year of his career.
0: But, like, Al Horford, I love Al Horford. Shout out Al Horford. Um, I miss the days of Al Horford in the Hawks jersey, but that's beside the point. Al Horford for the Celtics has been clutch. He was huge against the Miami. Massive. Literally, I think my, I think the Celtics won game five purely because of Al Horford. Against the Heat.
1: Oh but, yeah, he scored 22 points yeah. in the fourth quarter. So I mean, not the um, Heat. I'm talking about. I'm talking about Game One. But yeah, but anyways, one, a massive, monumental collapse by the Warriors. It Boston, really, great I think comeback. that's what it On the road. Down to. Monumental collapse
0: by the Warriors. Um, so yeah, that was big. Uh, people. And I, I think this is a series. I do think this is a series that can go seven games. I think this is a fairly even series overall. I still think the Warriors... I'm picking the Warriors overall seven games. I think the Warriors are still going to win overall. Just because... We saw... What... We saw... What we I feel like is the, 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 going to be the... Achilles heel to the Celtics overall. Uh, in game two. For the Celtics. And... Uh, is a mild mannered uh,
1: Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum hadn't done anything in a couple games, and all he- I heard, all I heard, was thirteen assists in game one. Oh, uh, he's he's got more assists in a Finals debut than Magic Johnson. He's got more. You know why he's got more assists? Because he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn with his jump shot. Kobe Bryant wearing wristband so- wearing. Come on now, <laughs> but Zach, the pro. So my problem, and this is, <laughs> this
0: is something that like, you know, people are going to say is weird, but like, the NBA man, there's four quarters. It's a game of runs. Like literally, if uh, we talked about, I think we've talked about it on the pod. We've definitely talked about it in person. If you are under fifteen points in the fourth quarter, you have a chance to come back, period? Like that's just like it is that is where my mind stands for the NBA. Because the players are that good, teams go on the runs like that all the time and it happens in like three minutes. It takes no time. Um so but so like that's my thing. In game one with Jason Tatum 3 4 17. You're right. He couldn't hit broadside of the barn. Terrible. But he also shot 17 shots. Oh, great. Awesome. Jason, you're being aggressive. You're playing the game that you need to play. You know, the shots aren't falling, but you're taking them. You're taking them. We're hitting threes, and we won the game. Game two comes around. They're not hitting threes. Jason Tatum has shot, shoots like four shots total, something like that. No shots in like the fourth quarter. Jason Tatum is passive. He's not aggressive. You are the star of the team. If you ain't taking the shots, who is? Peyton Pritchard? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What a time. No, stop it. Jason Tatum, be aggressive. Take the shots. That's he's why got you lost by Brown. 20 points. Dude, you lost by nearly 20 points, and it's because Jason T- – and Jalen Brown was great. He had a good start. But, like, Jalen Brown is not a player who's going – He's I would count him as a Donovan Mitchell type. He will hit the get buckets for you sometimes, but they're not going to sit there and just continue to fall. He's not going to have 40-point game, right?
1: Game in, game out. Like, you don't think Jalen's not-
0: going to give you a 40-burger in the finals? No.
1: No. 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 And I And I'm not comparing – jason tatum directly to ben simmons Mm-mm. but my 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 overlapping point is if you're six foot nine six foot ten drive to the freaking rack drive to the rack he and shoots put it the ball up. all we, the time it's <laughs>
0: indecisive he's easy.
1: everything is a dribble 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 jump shot over somebody that took way too long to develop pass the rock cut to the basket you are almost seven foot tall jump over people and see, that's what I'm Who saying. Who You're going to get fouled. You're going to make your free throws. That's Just exactly do it.
0: game two. I think Stop the settling. big thing is that fact: is Jason Tatum settling for shots, not taking smart shots. And the like, Celtics
1: have only attempted 17 2 pointers in two games.
0: And what? Al, what? You got Al Horford on the buck on the court. That's probably
1: not right, but whatever. Like,
0: like, no, it's right. <laughs> it is exactly right. Last game, I do believe a total of like shots in the in. Outside the three-point or inside the three-point line was like eight shots for the Celtics, and like that's it. It can work for a game; you can hit threes for a game. This is the same thing with Dan Tony in the in the Rockets back in the day with James Harden. You can hit threes, so you know, but it's not gonna fall all the freaking time.
1: If I'm Jason Tatum, four
0: out of seven, four out of seven. If
1: I'm if I'm Jason Tatum, here's the thing: their shot blocker is loony is uh, uh, the Warriors shot blocker Kevin Looney, and he is the same height, if not an inch shorter, than Jason Tatum. If I'm Jason Tatum, the second Looney leaves the game, anyways, you should be scoring over him if you're top-ten player in the league, blah, 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 to drop 60 points, blah, 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 blah. Even though, look at Kimball Walker, dropping 60 points in a game really doesn't mean anything. Kimball Walker hasn't done anything since that moment. And uh, I'm talking about a guy 10 inches shorter than uh, Jason Tatum. But, uh, dude... I just won't understand. LeBron, every time he's been bad in the playoffs, what is he doing? He's settling for three-point shots. Every time LeBron has won a championship, what did he do? Bully his way to the rim. Play the post. Get fouled. Go to the line. It's just infuriating because, I mean, I'm not, ta- I'm not, I'm not short, but I'm not tall. I'm not tall by NBA standards, M- NBA standards. And Jason Tatum literally has the body type to be better than Kobe Bryant was. But do you think Kobe Bryant's gonna settle for nothing but shots? No, he's gonna take it in the rack. He's gonna pump fake. He's gonna go up under the rim. He's gonna fade away. He's gonna get fouled. And he's gonna score forty a game. So well, and that's I don't know, that's a and that's, win five championships. That's <laughs> a conversation
0: for another day. Is the problem that the NBA has at this point where we just celebrate hitting threes and nobody's driving? Like the fact that between two games, a team has driven to the rack seventeen times is
1: insanity insanity. P-posterous. Preposterous. Preposterous. Um, and but, guess what? And I'm not, Earlier in the pod, I was cheering for Mike D'Antoni to be my coach.
0: And I still stand by, I still stand by that mm-hmm. this seven-game series, this is not like, you know, Jason Tatum's the worst player ever anything, but, like, you see him do this all the time. He did it in the, the Heat series. They lost games because he would just be passive. Dude, go shoot the rock. You're our star. You should be taking the shots. Um... Zach.
1: Very much so. Let me see where we're at. Did we finish everything? Yeah. No, no,
0: we have not. We're an hour in. Really, the other thing's really not great overall. NHL playoffs are getting. I know nothing. The Oilers are down 3 0 to the Avalanche. Probably going to be Avalanche out of the West. Rangers are looking like they're probably going to take the East. Uh, The Rangers probably, I think, would be the pick for your. Uh, Stanley Cup champion, most likely. Hot goalie in Igor right now, but don't forget Avalanche score a bunch of goals. Second or first uh, uh, highest sc- sco- goal scoring team in the league. So, maybe I think second behind the Panthers. But, big last thing. USA qualified for the World Cup, obviously. And we now have our first World Cup match set against Wales. I don't know what the date is. I haven't. I don't know that, but we will be playing Wales in the World Cup, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Until I, d- I doubt Gareth is still running on there. If Gareth is still there, that's not good news for us. But uh, you're probably gonna lose that game, dude. Probably gonna lose that game. Uh, but um, and you saw the CEO of, of the U.S. national team step down going into the World Cup too. So, uh, or director or whatever, whoever it is, he's scared. Is what happened. Uh, you're scared. Um, <laughs> we don't need scared in the building right now. <laughs> and uh, right. real quick, I saw this one last point. Uh, Ryan Day, Ohio State needs 13 million dollars to keep his team together. I think that's Damn. what the story was. I think that's what the story was. He, Something his quote nature. his his quote was with the nature of NIL deals. I am gonna need 13 million dollars just to keep the players that we have on the team and keep this standard going. Guess what, Ryan Day. You have been doing it the whole time. I was about to say, uh, said uh, it yo, like he said he hasn't had that money. I'm in South Carolina. There's there's two schools that have football programs worth a damn in this state. Clemson, South Carolina, and the Chanticleers. But we're staying D1 here. Outside of that, you'll know who I see more fans of. More fans than Georgia in South Carolina. There's Ohio, Ohio State fans state all over fans my state. Everywhere,
0: <laughs> dude. I feel Get out of my that. state. It's
1: crazy. Stay <laughs> in Ohio if it's so damn great. Eat Stay a buff guy. <laughs> I don't even know what a fucking Buckeye is. It's poisonous. Don't (laughs) Don't actually eat it. (laughs) What? It looks so inviting in the mascot.